You don't have to subscribe to Conspiracy Theories or Doomsday Talk to see that we're screwed as a country. Two years prior to the 2020 election opened the door to Antifa and BLM and mostly peaceful protests that burned down cities, caused billions of dollars in destruction, and cost people their lives. Guess what? November, if the red wave happens, which it should, Republicans will take control of either the House or Senate, or they'll certainly take a chunk out of it. And guess what? We're in another two-year cycle for the election. Biden, the current sitting president, does not look too good. Leave it at that. Somebody's going to be running against him, whether it's Trump or DeSantis, but the Republicans are going to start putting their names out there. People are going to start campaigning and, and asking for donations. Guess what I see? I see 2018 to 2020 on steroids. So today is a quick one. We're going to talk about why you need to be ready for chaos, why you need to be prepared for the second and third order effects, right? You may have avoided it last time. You may be in the suburbs. You may be in rural. You may be outside of the chaos, but I'm going to tell you there are second and third order effects. And today, why it is better to be prepared, why it is better to be a warrior tending a garden than a gardener expected to go to war. This show is for the few, not the many, for those looking for a tribe of fellow warriors who embody strength, honor, and respect, who believe in faith, family, and freedom, who see the threat ahead and refuse to sit idle any longer. This show is a giant middle finger to the elite, the entitled, the victim, and the woke. This is the Becoming a Dangerous Man podcast, and I'm your host, Phil Anderton, a 20-year military veteran, husband, father, and a man on his own path to becoming dangerous. What the next few months will bring. Well, first off, it's already brought hate and discontent for dissenting viewpoints, right? So you likely listening to me fall under the category of middle, lean, right, conservative. Uh, you likely vote Republican, right? That's my, that's this, this audience leans right, most likely votes Republican. All right. It's already started, right? The New York governor, the Florida Democratic candidate, if you haven't seen, right, there are prominent Democrats basically telling the voters of their states, if you vote Republican, don't vote for me. New York even went as far as to say, leave the state. You're not a real New Yorker. This is called rhetoric, right? The leadership of that side, they are making us the enemy. They are drumming up their side of the aisle to hate, to disagree, and condoning violence, right? They are condoning violence against dissenting views, right? They are condoning violence against us. Why does that matter to you and I? Well, it matters to you and I because we're hitting the presidential election cycle, right? 2023, we'll see the Republicans vying for the nomination, and 2024, that person will campaign, right? And and we have to pick sides, and we can't be shy about it, right? We can't hide who we're supporting. The problem's going to be they know they're screwed. They know they don't have a good agenda. They suck at their job. So the only choice they have is to bribe, lie, cheat, steal. And unfortunately, what that's going to do to a weaker, mentally weaker sheep 
group of people on the left, violence. Please don't tune me out. Don't think I'm crazy. Listen to me, right? This is for you and I. This is for our families, right? When we talk about becoming dangerous, you guys have got to protect yourself. You cannot naively wear a MAGA hat in the wrong part of town, right? That is basically gang colors. If you understand, if you grew up in the city, red, blue, black, Raiders, Cowboys, Lions jerseys, I've seen different things being around military bases. I've seen different things that you're not supposed to wear in certain parts of town because they'll know you're not from there and it could put a hit on you. I'm going to make the case that voting Republican in the next two years, supporting Republican candidates in blue areas, it's going to put a hit on you. You're going to put a target on you. I would argue don't walk out alone, right? Don't campaign alone. Don't ask for signatures for your candidate alone. Do not be alone. You are naive and you are ignorant if you do that. And if you get attacked, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Like it's coming. Hell is coming. This is not a good time in our country. And unfortunately, for those of us on the right who are trying to salvage what it means to be a conservative, who are trying to stand up for the Constitution and what it means to be free and to have liberty in this country, there is a target on our backs. So first and foremost, expect in the next two years to see hate and discontent, which is going to then feed violence. Riots and protest, right? 2018 to 2020, what do you remember, right? 2020 was the year of BLM and Antifa, mostly peaceful. Again, air quotes. The garbage media coverage allowing them to burn down cities was disgusting. It was despicable, but it was calculated, right? They all have gone, if you, if you understand who Machiavelli, the prince, right? The, the gist of it is the ends justify the means. To get to the end, any means necessary to get to your end state. So in their eyes, it was beating Trump. In their eyes, they have gone full Machiavelli. They have gone full, whether it's the Russian dossier that was made up, whether it's the FBI going after them, whatever it takes, suppressing the Hunter Biden story, suppressing Hillary Clinton and all her... 30,000 email server violations, right? Suppress everything. Jeffrey Epstein didn't commit suicide. And, you know, when the cameras got turned off, any means necessary will justify their means. That includes riots and protests. So the hate and discontent that it has already begun is going to put a target on us. Expect riots and protests. Now, you may be saying, Phil, I live in a rural area. Phil, I live in. You know, I live in the suburbs outside the city. Here's the issue, right? Boom. Point number three with riots and protests, which are terrible in themselves, but I don't need to elaborate on that. We all know that's disgusting. It's terrible. The only thing I will plug here, Kyle Rittenhouse, so happy for him. I'm very thankful he got out of that situation the way he did. I hope he does sue the hell out of everybody, but not everybody's going to be that lucky, right? If you choose, right? If you dangerous man is about taking care of your family, you can't take care of your family if you go to counter protest and you end up dying or God forbid you end up in a shootout that you don't want to be in and then it's up to drones and all the footage that got Kyle Rittenhouse off those charges. OK, I do not condone that because at the end of the day, Dangerous Man is about you, your family, your team and your tribe. Now there's a case to be made if you're protecting your tribe. I would just argue tread carefully. That is some, you know. Anyone with military or law enforcement experience will tell you, uh, unless you are trained, that is a very stressful situation. Having a gun around people that could be a potential threat, that is a very stressful, very chest pounding. Even the, the level of training I had, I've had, 
um, and, and my combat experience, I'd have to imagine I've never done that stateside, right? I've, I've never done that against fellow citizens. So even with my training and my experience, I'm, I'm certain my heart's going to be pounding out of my chest. So if you are not trained and you don't have that experience, I would strongly encourage you to think twice before going anywhere near to counter protest, right? I, I would argue stay, stay the hell out of these and let the people that do this, let them eat each other, right? And, and let the law enforcement hopefully step the hell up and do their job and allow them to do their job because we won't be there making it worse, right? We being the lean right side, wanting to help, but arguably just like January 6th, feeding the beast, and they're going to use that against us, right? Because they're going to be mostly peaceful. Anyone wearing a MAGA hat is going to be a domestic terrorist. You guys have to see that. And I, I know the audience listen, and I know you guys understand that, but you got to get your friends to understand that and your family who aren't listening to us. You got to get them to understand. Don't feed the beast, okay? How does that impact everyday Americans? Well, guess what can't get through big cities? 18-wheelers. Guess what can't get to the stores if, 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 if there's a logistical issue, traffic, right? How many of you work in the city? How many of you during the day want to go into the city, but you didn't realize last night there was a riot and blockades and damage, and now you can't get to your job, right? Haven't you guys seen there's climate activists, for God's sakes, blocking freeways to, you know, save the, save the whales? I don't know, right? Expect more of that. It all feeds the beast of chaos. It all feeds divide and conquer. It all feeds the distraction machine to keep you focused over here on all the violence and the hate and the discontent. So you don't see all the laws being passed to bring COVID voting laws back into place and to keep subverting the true vote, which is walk somewhere in person and vote. Boom, that's it on the day of not three months prior, four months prior, ballot harvesting, all that bullshit that took place. My point is here traffic concerns, right? There's going to be, don't make a wrong turn. Again, ignorance is going to get you killed, right? I'm telling you right now, the next two years is going to suck. What does that feed? All right. My fourth concern, supply chain issues, right? Have you seen the second and third order effect, the hate and discontent for us, the riots and protests and violence, which is going to lead to traffic issues, logistical issues. You know, there could be strikes. There could be other things that affect the supply chain. Well, what does that happen? Well, guess what? Food, fuel, and goods, right? Goods and services, food, fuel across the country is going to be hurt. If our country is allowed to implode on itself, to eat itself, right, that's going to cause issues. There could be days, there, God forbid, weeks, right? If you don't remember the toilet paper crisis of 2021 when you couldn't find toilet paper, imagine when you can't find ground beef. Imagine when you can't find milk, right? We already have a baby food shortage, Imagine when you can't find milk, cheese, meat, the basics that we eat. Last but not least, right? Crime wave. Crime wave. I talked about riot and protest. That's a fucking no-brainer. That's a crime. But now I'm talking about when people can't eat, when people have to resort to simple assaults, right? Looting, right? MAGA hat will get you assaulted. It. There's already videos of people randomly, you know, whether it's because of race or religion or or or, or the crazy just all out crazy people are already walking up cold cocking people thinking they have a ticket because their leaders are demonizing the other side so you you imply whether it's a race issue both again you'll see this on all colors of people uh having racially motivated assaults you'll see that across the aisle right women do it men do it okay and then my fear would be when people can't eat looting 
right? You already see this in San Francisco with petty theft, people breaking into your car, stealing backpacks. If you leave anything in your vehicle, they'll just bust your window in broad daylight and steal the bag. Well, what happens when people start coming into the suburbs? What happens when you live outside the city? What happens when them people can't eat? The city folks can't eat and they drive 30 minutes and they see you at a Kroger or an HEB and they steal your fucking groceries in the parking lot because they got kids to feed. You think that can't happen? I'm telling you, I am seeing escape from New York in my head because I'd rather plan for the worst, right? I'd rather plan for the absolute worst and be prepared so I'm not naive, so I'm not ignorant. I'm going to assume that and I'm going to prepare for that. And if it doesn't happen, okay, it doesn't happen. But I'm going to make sure my kids can eat. I'm going to make sure I can put food on the table. I'm going to make sure when my family is out, they are safe. I'm going to pay attention, right? And we're going to talk about some of the stuff we need to do. Again, you can think I'm crazy, but you're still listening. So you know that there's a possibility that I'm right. And there's other people saying it. There's way smarter people than me saying this. Okay. So what can we do about it? What are we as dangerous men? And I know I got some women listening. Thank you, guys. Thank you, ladies, for listening and supporting this movement. Right. What can we do about it? All right. So today's challenge, right? Take stock of where you are and what are you prepared for? First things first, you got to be able to eat. You got to be able to drink, right? Do you have food storage? I'm not full prepper here. I, I, I don't buy the dehydrated stuff, but, you know, I will just say high level, right? Because I, I don't want people coming to my house for when it's time to eat. But, you know, I have enough rice, beans, uh, canned foods, right? High calorie dense foods, right? You don't want macaroni and cheese and like box goods. You don't want any of that crap, right? You want rice. You want beans. If you want to prep and you want to get into some like MREs or dehydrated meals, you basically need things with a lot of calories, right? Um, in the event, the the meat runs out, I got a lot of corned beef hash. You know, we got tuna, to, that's low calories. You don't want that, right? You want corned beef hash. Uh, you want some spam, I guess. Uh, you guys get the point. The other thing I would say is water. I, 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 don't, I don't think it would get that bad, but... Would you have an ability to treat water, right? Say you needed to, to drink out of your garden hose and maybe you want to filter it. I don't know. Uh, do you have a garden? Do you got a spot? I, I will tell you, potatoes grow easily. You can throw them in the ground. And if shit hits the fan, potatoes are pretty dense as well. Uh, I'm not going to waste any time with asparagus and all this other crap because, again, it ain't calorie dense and I don't like vegetables anyways. Um, the, why am I saying all this? Because I guarantee, look, I have a dog. I, I have a 21 year old daughter who lives in an apartment. She eats, she Uber eats, right? A lot. Guess what's going to happen? All those people are not going to be trying to Uber eats if shit hits the fan, right? You're not going to have access to all these drivers bringing you food. People in chaos are not probably not going to be going to their fast food jobs if shit hits the fan, okay? Consider what you're going to do. If the toilet paper crisis of 2021 turns into the meat and eggs and cheese and milk crisis of 2023. All right, you got food, you got water. Now you need basic first aid. You need over-the-counter medicine. Most parents keep the basics. I would check the expiration dates and I would consider buying more, right? The big thing, if you can't get to a hospital for a couple of days and your kid's sick, you got to keep the fever down. So you got to have fever reducing medicine. That's your ibuprofens and your Tylenols, children's Tylenol. Also consider there's some online companies. If you're a little smarter than me, there are some online companies that now sell antibiotics. They will actually prescribe you antibiotics and send them to your house. So if you're a little smarter and you want to have that on hand, God forbid your kid gets really sick, um, that would be something you could do. Again, on your team or in your tribe, right? That's a huge benefit when shit hits the fan. 
All right, the third thing you need to consider, losing power, right? Backup power. Now, if you don't have now if you have a deep freeze with a bunch of meat and you're real proud of it, do you have a generator in the event power goes down for a day? Do you have fuel to fuel the generator? What if you can't get fuel? How long is that going to last? Do you have charcoal in a barbecue pit if you need to cook? Um, if you're if you're lucky enough to have gas in your home, right? You should be good. What if you don't have gas? What if you have an electric stove? How are you going to heat things? Right? Do you have batteries, candles, flashlights? Do you do your kids know how to survive without Wi-Fi or cell reception in the event that happens? Bottom line is the creature comforts, most creature comforts involve power. So wrap your head around for a few days, maybe longer. What are you going to do if power goes out in your area? Okay. The last thing I'll talk about, self-defense, an obstacle plan, right? Understanding your battle team and what that means, right? Is your house in an area? Do you remember the McCluskeys? You remember the guy, the, the husband and wife that were, you know, carrying their gun outside their home? Granted, they got charged. They shouldn't have done that. You can't, you're, you're not supposed to present a weapon just because um, had somebody been on their property, had somebody been threatening them directly, it's a little different, but they, they were posturing outside. Obviously you can't do that, right? Do you live in an area, you know, that could see people walking through, could see looters, could see a violent mob, right? You need to know your area. Do you have extra, do you have deadbolts? Do you have a way to barricade if you needed to, God, again, this is all God forbid type stuff, but the whole point of today's show is God forbid you weren't prepared. God forbid you heard my voice and you heard this conversation and you heard other people talking about chaos ensuing, crazy ensuing, violence ensuing, and you weren't prepared. The whole point of today's show is to be a warrior tending a garden, right? Do you have weapons? Are you prepared to defend someone entering your home? Right. Do you know your state's laws where if somebody kicks down your door, you have the right in Texas to shoot them? Right. As soon as they enter my home, as soon as my door is broken and they put one foot inside my house, I am shooting them multiple times. And that's their fault. But I know my law in Texas. I'm allowed to do that. I'm allowed to defend my home. I don't have to retreat and I don't have to let somebody break in. Now, if I leave the door wide open and they walk in, now it's different. I can't shoot them. If they forcibly enter my home, I'm shooting them, right? But I understand my laws and you need to understand yours. All right, the list could go on, but you get where I'm going. Guys, 99 times, 99 times, you're not going to need this information. 999 times, 9,990, whatever the number is to you, you don't need this information. Got it. Everything's going good. Even 2018 to 2020, you saw it on the news, but it didn't impact you. If I'm wrong, you'll have food that you can spread out. You'll have a plan for power outages. Natural disasters bring about power outages. Hell, heat waves bring out power outages. You'll have a plan, right? You'll feel safe at night knowing you took a second look at your home and you know my home's pretty secure. But if I'm right, even a little bit, as evident again by so many smarter people than I saying hell is coming, you'll be prepared. Please listen to me. Accept the facts, right? Eight. 2018 to 2020 in the in the election Biden versus Trump chaos distraction poor piss poor media coverage condoning the violence right democratic candidates were bailing out some of the offenders 
right? They were bailing them out. What does that do? That just green lights more people. Oh, the leadership on our side is saying, we're right. We're heroes, right? They're making these people out to be heroes. Guess what? Crazy people want to be martyrs, right? That means they're willing to die for their cause. This is a religious assault on democracy, right? They are using religious fanaticism to drum up the crazy people on their side. And we need to be ready for that. The Democrats are likely going to lose in November. When they do, God, I mean, God willing, I hope they do, to stem the bleeding in the congressional side of laws and legislation, I hope, I hope Democrats lose, right? I hope Republicans win, but I also know that's going to come with a cost. If Republicans take the House or Senate or both, it will come with a cost. The people on the left will drum up so much hate and discontent. There will be people on the left that want to be martyrs, that want to be heroes. They want to be, I'll say it, there's going to be people that want to be the next George Floyd. They would be okay with that because that's how fanaticism is. That's how these crazy people are. These jihadists are willing to die for their cause. There are people on the left who would be okay with that. And I don't want you naively, ignorantly, not thinking that's possible to be the guy or gal that 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 makes the tragic news story because you were wearing a MAGA hat and somebody pushed you in front of a bus, right? Somebody assaulted you. Somebody pushed you into the subway. They already, people already do that. People already hurt people. All this is doing, all this political discord, this hate and discontent on both sides, all it's doing is making people feel more justified in what they're already willing to do. People already break the law, commit murder, and are crazy. All this is doing for our country is tearing us apart. It's terrible. It's horrible. And, and honestly, I wish there was a way it could stop. I don't have the answer to stop it. All day, vote Republican because that's the only chance we got. But be prepared for those consequences, right? If it was easy, everybody would do it. This is not going to be easy, right? I see bad things happening. I see people getting hurt, and I don't want you to be one of those people. I don't want your family to be one of those people. You're on the path to becoming dangerous. You need to protect yourself. You need to defend yourself. You cannot be ignorant, and you have to be ready to respond. You have to be ready to take care of your own. You cannot have your hands up and say, oh, I didn't know. No, you know. You've been warned. You've been told. It is your time. Time is coming to stand up and stand between danger, evil, hell and those you love. That is your job. That is your mission. That is why you are on the path to becoming dangerous. Guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for hearing today's show. Please share the message, right? Hell is coming and we need to be prepared and we need men in this fight for our country. We need men on the path like you to becoming dangerous. Please share the show, share the message, like, subscribe, follow, consider becoming a paid subscriber and support on the Substack app. Thank you guys for everything you do. Thank you for reaching out. Phil at becomingadangerousman.com. Let me know you're listening. Let me know what you like. As always, tomorrow's not guaranteed, right? You got to live for today. You got to capitalize on today. And then you got to put things in place, make decisions to be more prepared for tomorrow. Gentlemen, thank you.